What can you do if you wake up rested? Improve your overall health and performance with deep, restful sleep and app-controlled cooling technology by Chili Sleep. Enjoy uninterrupted and high-quality deep sleep that caters to your body's natural rest pattern. Chili Sleep helps you rest soundly beside your partner with temperature settings adjusted specifically for your side of the bed. Visit ChiliSleep.com slash try. That's C-H-I-L-I-S-L-E-E-P dot com slash T-R-Y. Welcome, 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 welcome to the sidelines. It's your boy out seeing the place to be. What's good? What's good, everybody? Unashamed Herb here. Welcome to Sideline Talk. Oh, you capping. Uh, little technical difficulties for the folks on um, our Facebook group, hashtag Sideline Talk. Can't really quite get the video set up. But, you know, oh well. Shout out to everybody that's listening to us on Spreaker. We appreciate y'all tuning in. But, man, let's get to it. Uh, playoffs. NBA playoffs is here. Am I tripping? Let me check something. Uh, I'm doing that. NBA playoffs is here. Al. Playoffs. Did you I, I did you enjoy day uh the first first game? The first game? Yes. First games. Of all you know, round one, the first games. The first games. Yeah, yeah. Of all of them. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it for what I got to see. I didn't get to see all of them yesterday. Yesterday I was doing a little bit more shaking and moving. Okay. Um Okay. So I was listening to the Laker game and saw some of it. Um, okay. Forgot who at the three o'clock. Yeah, that was the three o'clock game. That was the three o'clock. One o'clock yeah. was Washington and um, Philly, right? Correct. Okay, so I saw that one. Okay. You watched that game? I did watch some of that game. Okay, so let, let's see. What, what was your thoughts on that game? I think the game was more so watching me, to be honest with you. I mean, it, no! the Sarah, I don't see that Sarah going past five. And they go to five just because I'm not going to bet against the the will of Westbrook to give them a, give them a game. But it's not, it's not going to be an interesting series. Okay. Okay. Five, uh... See, I don't think Philly is. That much better. Well, I take that back. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it happening in five. I'll take that back. They should win this out, right? Yeah, I can see it. I can see it getting done in five. Um, but it's not going to be like. Full blowouts and, you know. One close, one close loss. I think they're going to be competitive. You know, yeah, I mean, all five games. Uh, it's going to be a competition. I mean, you got Westbrook, you got uh, Bill. They're going to make it comp- competitive if nothing else. If they do nothing else, they're going to make it competitive. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I was a little shocked that, you know, um, I, I got a lot of comments, like a lot of text messages during like the end of the game, like like final few possessions. Um, it was a it was a sequence where Bertans, who's you know was widely regarded as a three point shooter, mm-hmm. he had Seth Curry in a one on one situation. Now, for those who don't know, Seth Curry is. Six three, six two and a half guard. Mm-hmm. Bertans is a forward, but he's every bit of six ten, six nine, six ten, power forward. Mm-hmm. We we have gone so far into the analytic world of basketball. I just say sports in general, but definitely basketball that. Instead of taking advantage of your size matchup and getting a, uh, you know, trying to get a, a basket closer to the rim, mm-hmm. you settle for threes. I don't understand it, man. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. It's like, it's it's like common sense left the NBA. Yeah. In the. It's funny to me. It's funny to me how everybody settles for the three. Like, even in the Nick game, when uh, Rose hit the floater mm-hmm. to tie it up before you know before uh, Trey ended it, mm-hmm. if you look at the play, they passed, the Knicks passed, the ball was swung around, it passed up a three. Somehow, Taj Gibson gets it. He's driving to the lane for a layup. In midair, he stops and throws it back out to the three-point line. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, it's a two-point game. Mm. Like, it's a two-point game, Al. You stop in midair, throw it to the three-point line. B-Rose, pump fake, gets in the lane, floater. I'm like, I was so happy that D-Rose made the shot. But I was yelling like, yo, what are we doing? I couldn't handle being a coach. Yeah, I missed that game. I heard that was a good one, though. Huh? I said I missed that game. I heard it was a good one. Yo, man. That game was every bit of evidence as to why playoff basketball in the garden needs to be a regular thing. Next needs to be a regular team. Yo, the energy was so hype. <coughs> it 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 reminded me that some of my some of the most memorable memorable games I've seen as a child mm-hmm. were in the garden. Yeah. It's like yo, it was yo, it was wild. It was wild. I've always thought we kinda over never mind. I don't I don't feel like being an analytical owl today. I don't feel like being controversial out today. No, you got come on, be yourself. I always think we overanalyze and over. We we remember that team more fondly than they were. Besides Allen Houston, none of them niggas could shoot. None of them. They was tough. 
they they will fight you. They will win the fight. They ain't gonna win the game. And that's just how I always view well, them. <laughs> well, that's that's tough to say. Cause I I can I can come back come back that and say, Allen Houston was clearly the best shooter of like of the Knicks in like the late nineties, but mid nineties, like you know the ninety early to mid nineties, I should say, like you know the ninety three. 92 season to like 96, 97. Hubert Davis wasn't a bad shooter. For his era, no. But it wasn't good. Doc wasn't Rivers good. wasn't really a bad shooter. People forget Doc was one of the teams. Yeah. Greg Anthony was, was a 3 and D. My fault. Greg Anthony was a 3 and D type of player. So, I mean, it was, it was, it was interesting. I, I, was, I think it I was, was just remember them teams being tough. And, like, they were, they were, like, maybe because we, we can relate to the Knicks. That blue collar. Them niggas was just, definitely just, the definition just, to get it out the mud. I will say that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what it was. Anthony Mason, Oakley, them niggas, boy. <laughs> it was just fun to watch. And I saw the energy in the building yesterday. You say the wrong thing. Them niggas coming. They fighting. Right. It was kind of weird that I think they allowed 15,000 in the garden, but the garden hole was 19,000. But y'all might just let everybody in for all that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good game. Um, of. I'm trying, I'm trying to think something fair. Fair way to say it. All right, of the games you watched, of the games you watched, which series do you believe? Um, how can I put it? Did the team that win Game One? Do you see them winning the series? Um, Brooklyn, definite. 76 is definite. Um, I want to say Atlanta, but that's going to be tough. I want to say that's going to be Atlanta in like six or seven. Um, what was the other East matchup? Milwaukee. And, uh, uh, yeah, I think Milwaukee will win out. I think that's going to be a tough one, too. That was a hell of a game. Yeah, they played the night seven, just a little less, little over an hour. So I got, I got Milwaukee winning that series, but that's more of a hope than anything. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm a Giannis fan, so I want to see Giannis eventually get over the hump. I don't think it'll be the year because Brooklyn is just too much firepower, even though he averaged forty against them. The playoffs is a different animal. True. Very true. So it'll be interesting to see how they match up. Because we'll get it in the next round. Both team wins. That's the matchup in the next round. Okay. So Utah, I see coming back, but they, I don't know what's going on with Donovan Mitchell. He's Mitchell available to, to play go. game two. Is what they, they I thought said. Mitchell was ready to go game one. So. You know. So... 
I guess they feel they could get a dub without him. Let him rest one more night. You know, by Memphis just playing an overtime game a couple nights ago. They're the number one seed for a reason. They're well rested. Mm-hmm. They should be able to handle business, but Mm-mm. that wasn't the case at all. I see the Lakers winning it. I like Booker. I'm glad Booker is finally getting the national talk that he should have been getting for the last however many years he's been in the league. Because Booker's always thought, been a problem. I thought he had the national talk since Kentucky. It's out of, and, and basketball circles and basketball people who really, really know the game and talk the game. Yeah. But... He's not a household name yet like he should be. And I think that boy is amazing. He's scoring the ball. I hate to say it. But scoring the ball? I think, yeah, I I agree with Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith said it, I think. No, Max Kellerman said it. He's close to Kobe. But scoring the ball, the footwork. I mean, can get up a shot from anywhere. can get it. Get you to turn and do what you want him to do. I think he close to that. He close to that level. To me. It's the wrong player. He, he good. He got a ways to go, but he, he good. I mean, he ain't mine, but nothing. But he got snake. He can be a guard snake. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that one. That little guard that's, snake. That's, that's a bit much. Little black snake or whatever. He, he, that's kind of... Alright, that might be cat. I'm, 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 I'm wanting him to get there. That might be cat. I might be projecting. Ooh, that's that's a little interesting. I might be projecting. The boy good. Yeah, the boy is good. He pretty, he pretty good player. Um, but um. And shoot, I forgot who else in the West. Portland and Denver. Portland won game one. I can see Portland win it. I'm gonna put it on them. They win it. And I can see Dallas still win it, but I don't. It's, it's a, that's an awkward series for me. So that quick, seven days later, you going back on your Dallas pick? Ain't they won game one? <laughs> no, I mean it's a it's an awkward series for me. It's like, what do I actually win if even one of these teams win? I don't win nothing. I want both of them eliminated as quickly as possible. Mm. Okay. I see it. I see the angle you're taking. But I'm I'm tripping off the uh the Lakers. It's it's hilarious to me that um you have some people who believe the Lakers are in trouble after game one. Mm-hmm. Just like we were last year against the Blazers after game one. Yeah. But what what's upsetting about the Lakers and why well in that particular game it's like they try to be everything that they're not mm-hmm. the team isn't a great three point shooting team but they settle for threes I don't understand it they have they have size they have athletic. You got big guys that are athletic and can play multiple positions who can, you know, 
handle the ball, who can thrive in a post or in mid-range. They have all of that. Who get to the basket. They have that. But they settle for threes. I'm watching the game and I see Anthony Davis playing lackadaisical. On both ends. Mm-hmm. He's not like I think he finished the game like four or five rebounds. I see LeBron playing lax. I'm like like THT not not getting enough time. I'm like Y'all okay, y'all this is a fill out game. Y'all throwing this one away for some reason. Yeah. But I, I just it's it's just funny to me how how they think they can get away with stuff like that. And it's not fair to the fans. It's not fair to the game. And keep playing like that. All right. Yeah, it's going to come back to bite you. All right. But the, the other thing, LeBron James is a great player. But for me, LeBron will always remind me why I would never, ever say he's a better player than Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. Every game he reminds me of that. (laughs) Because every game he does something and you look like, what are you doing? Like, it, 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 it irks me. This man's just trying to get his SAG card. That's all. Huh? Say he's trying to get his SAG card. It's insane, man. It's insane. Get some more rolls. Show him him his acting chops and Space Jam. And hopefully that leads to something bigger and better. He's setting up for after after the game. That's all. Because he's doing a hell of an acting job. But... I think if they play their game, they'll win. They'll win the series outright. Like they they played lackadaisical the the uh Phoenix had a great shooting night from Chris Paul, even though he had you know had a little scare with the injury. Um Aiton had a double double. Booker went for thirty plus. Um they got they got their usual stuff. They they played well. Mm-hmm. Right? And the Lakers was pretty much was it within the game throughout the whole entire entirety of it. And your superstars playing lax. So I think if they play that game, it Lakers could win that thing in five. But other than that series and probably the Utah series. I think everybody who won game one will win the series. Do you see the Heat tying it up tonight or uh, Nuggets tying it up tonight? Heat, no. Nuggets, yes. That'd be something. I think that Nuggets is going to be a six, seven game. Okay. But we'll see. I think we'll see match up. Well. I think I think it might it might go. 
think that both might go one one. Mm. Unless unless Denver fans continue with the disrespect to Melo, I see it going. If, if that happens, it's two old two old Portland in the night. Mm. <laughs> if that happens, oh yeah, he might put on a whole show. Mm. All right, Al. Julio Jones, man. Mm-hmm. Julio's in the news making it official. Don't <laughs> mm. Uncle Shay. Oh, man, I'm out of there. <laughs> I'm done there. All right. When he asked about Dallas, he <laughs> said, <laughs> he said, say, uh, we you was like to play in Dallas, man. At this point, I, Julio said, "Man, at this point, I'm just trying to win." Well, if you want to win, you ain't going to Dallas. Oh, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Julio said, "I know that," every mm. Dallas fan was broke. Mm. Like, oh no, mm. man. Where 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 Julio gonna wind up at, man? I honestly think he will wind up in either Tennessee or Boston. I see those two spots offering him something, offering Atlanta something. But Julio saying he's not going back to Atlanta, it kind of shifts Atlanta's leverage, if you will. If they had any type of leverage on the situation. Him saying he ain't going back, shifts that. Right. I think him saying it, well, not realizing that he was live on air. I wish, I wish Shannon would have mentioned it. You know, when he when he answered the phone, because he probably wouldn't. You know, it it probably wouldn't have said it how he said it. I think he did know because Shannon said thanks for calling me back. He did say thanks for calling me back. But when in actuality, he picked straight up. Right. So, so I believe they talked about it before he put him on air. And said, I'm going to call you. Make sure you're in a good location. That you can yeah, talk. Maybe that was <laughs> the case. Yeah, I can see that happening. But in, in, this, in this sense, yeah. Because if you do it that way, it puts the, even more pressure on Atlanta. To get it done, because probably it can't, it, like as soon as it, that that came out, um, there was a reports that Julio came to the front office months ago, saying you know he was through and wanted out. So now they gotta get it done. They can't find obviously they couldn't find the deal that they want because I feel like they would have traded them on draft night, right. ideally. Because but now at this point. He is it kind of sucks for both sides. It sucks for Atlanta. Well, it's reality for Atlanta because it's like, all right, now you're not gonna get definitely not gonna get a first round pick. But for him it kind of sucks because it drives the market dries up. Not every you know, the contenders 
true contenders, they, they stacked in that position. When you really think about it, Kansas City don't need them. Mm-mm. I wasn't thinking Kansas City. The Packers don't need them. I could see them go to the Packers, big, but for what, though? Like, what would, the what would Aaron got, lose? Right, Packers got bigger issues to worry about. <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of shuts up Aaron a little bit more. No, it don't. You got another. Everybody. I you think got two number ones. No. Yeah. No, people missing the point. It's not about weapons. It's about trust. Okay, I got you. Because, because you got to look at it this way. They hire his replacement after an MVP season. Well, well, not MVP season, but a, a playoff season where they won, what, 13 games? 13-3 NFC Championship loss. Right, and it was a clear visibility they needed defensive help or or another, like, bona fide somebody to step up. Right? So, mm-hmm. then the next year, well, that's something you draft love, and Aaron Rodgers put up MVP yet. And then he's telling the front office, oh, this, this undrafted receiver named Jake such and such, oh, I like this kid. You cut him. It's like, yo, where's the, where's the, where's the love? Once once your trust is broken, can't it's hard to get anything back. I got you. So that makes sense. It's, it's crazy, but like like if he wants to win, Seattle. But they, but they, in fact, Seattle just drafted the receiver. So you got DK Lockett and I forgot the receiver they drafted. It was another a big fast receiver. Okay. Well, fast receiver. It was a fast receiver. I can't think of who it was that went to Seattle. Somebody help. But I'm like, yeah, all the all the like true contenders. Mm-hmm. They don't need help at wide receiver. I mean, well, you can say the Titans because you know people don't. Well, or you got Dwayne Eskridge, right? That's what that's what Seattle got. Eskridge, right? But even then, they can still bring in a Julio. Seattle, Eskridge should be could be a, a you know kick return or punt that a free lock it up from punt return. Let him focus five, on nine, truly the slot. Huh? Say 5-9-190. Yeah, he can throw that slot. Throw. Yeah, that's because you're proud Yeah. Oh, he is true weapon. So I'm like, I think it's just but, the pick well, is a slim. Not, I don't think they're a contender, but you have more of a contender than I do. New England. How would they fare with him bolstering their already improved receiving core? He's a vet. I mean, I think he's still. I think he's clearly the the top receiver there. If he goes there, he could. He, every team in the league, he's the top receiver. <laughs> you feel me? At this point, maybe, maybe two. He not right. Maybe not in Green Bay or uh, maybe not Buffalo. 
Who knows? But in my book, yeah, he, it's a That's lot of teams. Like who, who's in Buffalo besides Diggs and Davis and Brown? They got Diggs, Davis, and Brown, right? Is that that three? I think John Brown a free agent, but okay. Diggs, Davis, Cole Beasley. Beasley, gotcha. gotcha. And they drafted another. They drafted another receiver. Okay. So that's what. But you making my point. See, here's you the thing. It. I'm selfish. And I ain't got no attachment to these niggas yet. If getting Julio mean Tyler Wallace and poor Shay don't see the field, oh well. I ain't got no attachment to them niggas yet. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's to me. That's that's pointless. That's pointless. I've always said it was pointless. To me, the Ravens. The Ravens, I, they but I'm just I'm just dreaming up dream scenarios. That's like, all right, Brandon about to walk for nothing. MP probably walking two years for nothing. No, you say you saying for nothing, but it's it's actually is for something. What, what would that be? In Marcus Peters' case, what did the Ravens do in the draft this year? They drafted the corners. Two of them. Two of them, right. So, that allows them to groom, groom them under Peters. So that way, they can let him phase out and keep these two young, talented guys under contract. Right. They all, they all about staying flexible and, you know, making sure they keep their core guys. Having big money for their core guys, whoever they, whoever they, they deem their core guys are. So with with L taking up, L about to get paid. I feel like they gonna want to make sure they got enough to lock up Mark Andrews. I'm saying you got LJ, you got Andrews, Orlando's already got traded. Who right. else was that? Ronnie, class? Ronnie already locked up. Hayden already, got already locked up. And you never know in a few years. PQ be at the end of his deal. We'll see how he is then. But the yeah. the main thing is they want to stay young and talented and have enough flexibility where they can bring in money for for key vets. So that way there's never no drop off. So trading him, trading an older player for another older player, bang in the works. That's you know even if it's to even the money out, I can't see how that's a a smart thing to do, especially at a position where you just reloaded the room. Yeah, but when you, you reloaded me? the room, you would have a deal in place to get Julio. Now if you can get a deal in place to get Julio, you just reloaded and reshuffled the deck even more. That don't work that way. Sometimes you got to bring out the big joker. Nah, 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 it don't work that way. You can't hold the big joke in your hand forever. Sometimes you gotta bring out the big joke. That's all I'm saying. Don't work that way. That's not how you. That's not how you do business. Like in 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 in, in fantasy land, that's how you do business. But in reality, that's not how you do business. Selfishly, that's how you do business. Huh? Says selfishly, that's how you do business. If you're in the business of winning, and not now, not saving niggas' feelings and emotions, do you really think you're better what? than? Then, then, Julio? No, you really don't think you are. 
Yeah, but you can't pull that when you just bought in new receivers and be like, oh yeah, we brought y'all in to do this, this, and this, but we got to trade a couple of y'all, uh, or you got to take a backseat to this old to Julio. Nah, nah, it don't work that way. It's been working that you way for the Ravens for years. You know where it, will work at? It, it, won't, it won't work that way in Baltimore is what I'm saying. It it's been working that way for the Ravens for years. That's always been the Ravens' motto. We were just mad that the old niggas was Mike Wallace and Jeremy Macklin. No, sir. Look, the old niggas, Julio, that's fine. If the old niggas, Mason, that's fine. If the old niggas, Anquan Bolden, that's fine. No, 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 no. You're, you're referencing kids that were... When the old nigga with Steve Smith, that was cool. Guys. Huh? <laughs> I said when the old nigga with Steve Smith, it was cool. No, no, no. You're still missing the point. When they brought those guys in, they were project... Like, the, the young guys on the rosters were, was was guys who were still learning the game. This particular season, you use a first-round pick on a pro-ready player. You signed uh, Sammy, who was a lottery pick and was a key a component for the... A key player for the uh, Chiefs. You brought him in. Mm-hmm. As that X type receiver, you know what I mean. You 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 just drafted Hollywood two years ago, mm-hmm. and he got what thirteen touchdowns in his career so far, going to his mm-hmm. third season. Mm-hmm. So it don't it, it, what they did in the past is totally different what they're doing now. If they had that type of production or made those type of moves back then, I can see what you're saying. But this is totally different. It's a different situation, like. But him to New England would make sense because of the type of players they brought in. Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, they're similar players. Mm-hmm. Can play the Z, can play, you know, the slot guy. They're similar to that. They didn't sign a big X because they, they had, you know, Nikhil Harry still on the contract. Mm-hmm. But it's been rumored that, you know, Nikhil just ain't getting it. All right. So you can package the kill, and maybe if you got any future picks left, you know what I mean, and ship him, ship him down that down to the eight. Yeah. And then, and then, and wow, then Cam Newton and Mac Jones looking at a situation where you got Julio, Bourne, Aguilar, Hunter Henry, and um, Johnny Smith. What's the Titans old? Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Smith. That's me. Mm-hmm. With Damian Harris in the backfield and mm-hmm. Sony Michelle. Woo! And and that offensive line is back intact. Mm-hmm. That's that'll be mean. I mean, I think it makes them contenders. If I'm, yeah, that, that, that would put them in like yeah, Super Bowl contenders. Right now, I think as as the roster six with New England, they are a playoff team. I think they don't know they're in the wild card spot. Yeah, however you slice it, they in the dance. It's all they're they're, they're in the wild card dance. I don't see them winning their division. I see two teams over them in their division. Right, I can, I can understand it, but actually they they be in the mix. Um, what's your thoughts on? Let me get his name right. What's your thoughts on Connecticut's son, head coach, Kurt Miller? 
Kurt Miller apologized to uh, Las Vegas Ace superstar. I'm gonna call him. Yeah, she's superstar. Vince Cambridge. Vince Cambridge is a problem out there. Yeah, he was fined ten thousand dollars despite his uh, apology, and he was suspended one game after making it in an inappropriate comment about. The weight of Aces center Liz Cambridge mm-hmm. during the game. Mm-hmm. I think in the heat of the game, I don't know if he has priors of this. So, being that I don't know he has priors of this, I'm speaking ignorantly. So, take that into account. If he doesn't have, any, if he does have priors of this, then ignore everything I'm about to say. But if this is his first time, I think he got caught up in the heat of the game and. I can see how in a competitive state, you know, you're mad and you're just saying something to steep out right. your mouth. All right, so this was so this what he said for those who are listening that don't know. So uh, Coach Miller said uh, he was saying to the ref, he says, come on, she's 300 pounds. You can't call can't call that. Can't give her that foul. Hmm. All right. That's what he said. And in in the middle of a basketball game, that's what he said. Are we not thinking Pop said that about Shaq when the Lakers and Spurs was in the heat of their rivalry? Are we not thinking someone said that about who Eddie Carey fat when he was overweight in the league? And getting fouls. The White Howard was, he wasn't overweight. The White Howard was chiseled. But you still had to, like, pretty much beat him up on these fouls. And a lot of times the refs let it go. They let that go. <laughs> the little petty stuff, the refs would let it go. Right. Like, you really had to hack them to get the foul call. Right. So, and those are superstars, except for Eddie Carroll. I think. People forget how good the White Hour really was in, in his prime in, in Orlando. Hall of Famer. Easy. Easy. Was he retired? You in? Yeah. Easy Hall of Famer to me. Not even a question in my book. But, but I, I'm going to give him a pass in the heat of battle, but you do got to. It, it is a woman's game. And I don't want to sound sexist to, to say this is. You got to be. Delicate, but it is a woman's game. It's it's hilarious because to me, to me, it's it's picking and choosing. Because if I'm not mistaken, though, then then the WNBA have a campaign like years ago about all in and being like treating us the same as far as like from the pay scale. The same type of respect and all this and that, right? Yeah. Okay. And they play a sport that's aggressive. They play just as aggressive as the guys. Mm -hmm. They have fights on the court just as much. They trash talk just as much. But I don't think he said it in malice, right? Is 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 it's basically like like he obviously he's exaggerating her weight, 
But if if you look at Liz Cambridge, I I think she's the biggest player in the league. She's six eight two eighty. I don't think she she two eighty. She two thirty five. She two thirty five. That's what two eighty. She. Damn, no, I'm here. 235? All right. Exactly. She's 6'8", 235. Brittany Grind is what? 6'5", like 200? Yeah. Liz is clearly Liz is the biggest. Liz is the biggest in the game. Yeah. That's like, and what, what, what kills me is she got offended by that. And it's the heat of battle. You're a competitor, one of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. You get offended by that, and within your 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 rant, you you know you you point to his race. I'm not letting this little white man disrespect me. I'm a I'm very proud of being a big B, a big body, big Ben's baby. So don't ever, ever try to disrespect me or another woman in the league. Mm-hmm. I feel like that whole statement. If if Pat Summit would have said it to her, we never would have heard about it. Mm-mm. Picking and choosing, like like, come on. I like, think everything is picking and choosing, though. I mean, I really think. Huh? I, I think everything is kind of picking and choosing when it when it comes to outrage and public outrage. Yeah, true, true, true. I just thought it, I thought it was much ado about nothing. I get, like, I understand him apologizing because it's a woman and. As much as they want to be inclusive and all this and that, you know, as a man, you still feel the responsibility to not, you know, disrespect the woman. So he did right by apologizing. So the suspension was kind of like, all right, come on, y'all, y'all doing the most now. I can see the fine, yeah, but now y'all really doing the most. Spending for a game, really? All right, Amen. cool. Like that's it's, that's insane. I, I heard Candace Parker talk about her time in Tennessee, and she said Coach Pat used to cuss them out, yeah, say all kinds of crazy stuff to them. All right, but you never hear her get in trouble for that. Mm-mm. You think Gino is nice in Connecticut? Hell no. no how many chips did they got? Oh, you got to do this. I don't know. Come on. No, how many chips did they got? Hell no. It's not even possible. Like, like, come on. Listen. Pun intended. You too big for that. Like, mm. stop, stop, Liz. Yeah. But I mean, again, this is a, a woman versus a man type of deal. And again, it's not what was me, but I'm gonna give him a pass from the first time. Like, I don't know if this is something that's in the over a rig a current thing for him. So I gotta act like it's not, and give him that pass. Give him that. Right. The first one is on me. The first one's free. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. I thought it was a joke when I first seen it. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's like, this is a joke? Hold on. I think PJ Brown's daughter might be just as big, if not bigger than her, though. I seen Liz in action, man. I seen her make grown men look like some trash. Like, how you gonna be offended by it? And then they gonna turn and say, I embrace it. If you embrace it, then, like, come on. Like, make up your mind. Yeah. Obviously, we know you embrace it. You, you a big girl, but 
You a big girl. You've been big your whole life. You but got no problem flaunting it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, I feel like people... Racism, I don't get how she was so easily offended by by something so minuscule. Like, that's light. That's super light. I think people... And I don't know... If, again, I don't know if she had issues with this in the past. People will point out something that people have always said that was about them that's negative and kind of make it like... Yeah, I am a bit a big bitch or whatever she wanna call herself. But if you say it, you touch the nerve. So she can embrace it all she wants to and still have a nerve being touched. Yeah, I I get you. I get what you're saying. I definitely and understand that. Like I, I agree with him apologizing because I would have done the same thing, but in the heat of battle, I'm sorry, words just fly. Right. And I'm quite sure it's not the first time she's heard that. Right, and it's not like she big and sloppy. Like, <laughs> come on, if like, <laughs> it's just funny. It's just funny to me. It's funny to me that that of all people to react that way it would be her. <laughs> like, of like, she's one of of the uh, WNBA players. Well, a lot of them embrace their body, but she's probably the the. The tallest woman I ever seen, like she has the 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 sex appeal of somebody that's that smaller. Mm-hmm. She flaunted. She did. I think I'm that's like, bad. There's a couple of them Aces players that's bad. Be honest with you. I mean, I ain't trying to be sexist, but a couple of them bad. Yeah, I get it. But I'm like, <laughs> um, but Kalani so, Brown is just as as big as her. She's not. She's an inch shorter. Right. But she's two forty five. Okay. All right. <laughs> But it just it just threw me. I'm like, Liz said this. Like, yeah. How are you offended? I I I, I was just lost. Yeah, Kalani six lost. seven two forty five. I knew Kalani was a big big girl out there too. Yeah. I was just Kalani lost. Kalani girl like man. her daddy. Kalani girl just like PJ. <laughs> it's crazy. It's funny you said PJ uh, Tucker. I was looking at the clip. When him and, when he picked up Charlie Ward and flipped him, <laughs> <laughs> like it made me realize, yo, that's a strong man. He flipped Charlie Ward, a grown up, like a little toddler. Like you take your little kid and flip him around. <laughs> he just grabbed, come on, little boy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and threw him in the crowd. It was oh, it was so hilarious. See, that was the thing. Wow. The Knicks versus the Heat back then. I feel like made the Knicks. Bigger to make everything in full circle. Heat versus Knicks. Like I'm sorry, yeah, Heat versus Knicks and Knicks versus Bulls. Just made. Oh no, you you forgot one. The Pacers. Oh, Woo! Knicks versus Pacers. See, them niggas was fighting anyway. Them Davis boys versus Oak and 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 uh, oh, what's my man name? Anthony Mason. That was a fight. That was a fight waiting to happen. <laughs> did you did you see the shot? When when Trey Young scored the bucket to put him up, did you see that clip? Yeah. Did you hit? Did you listen? Did you see it with the sound on? No. No, I just saw a clip going back and forth. Yo, I haven't heard the garden that quiet since, since Reggie. Reggie. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yo, cause they was rocking. Boom. <laughs> Silence everywhere. Damn. And you see it, it's quiet as fucking here. Mm. Like, it's quiet as, like, yo. 
I'm like, let's go with Trey. I heard him talk after the game. Yeah, okay. And I was like, yo, yo. I like Trey that way. I love when you yeah. when you when you embrace being the vic the the villain. I love that. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. He he, a true competitor. It's that's a that was easily my favorite. That's gonna be my favorite series. Mm-hmm. I already know just off the energy that I got down there in Atlanta. It's supposed to have fans. Mm-hmm. I know that's gonna be just as loud. Yeah, Atlanta I, got fans. Atlanta's pretty much open all the way. Yeah, so I think they had like eighty to ninety percent capacity everywhere. Alright, so that Both of them is going to be li- That series is going to be live Every game is going to be live But The way that game ended Al Show me why I I'm not Like I'm a, I'm a Tom Thibodeau fan But it's easily to see his flaws Like Randall played bad Randall didn't shoot the ball well Mm-hmm Alec Burks was on fire. They had like 20-plus in the fourth quarter. And, you know, they did right by playing through Burks. He had the hot hand. But defensively, I didn't understand, and it was showed on the, the last bucket for Trey Young, I didn't understand why you're pressing this kid 36 feet from the basket. I don't get it. Like, the whole fourth quarter... Y'all been pressing up that high. He's been beating you and getting in the lanes. You ain't switched nothing up. Like, I know he can shoot. I'd rather him shoot the three than get in the lanes. Because he was doing it at ease. So, in his mind, oh, I'm going to get to the cup. Like, give him some room, something. It was, it was just white. But he got point nine and turn around and shoot. Point nine. Mm. And then you give it to one of the coldest players. And your hottest Catch the replay of that game. But I got caught up at work today. I was trying to see if I can catch like a a full highlight package of that game. We got four games tonight. Just two. Did I miss any games today? I didn't miss any games today, right? Mm. I got spoiled by the bubble. You know, they had, like, games that start at, like, 3 o'clock in the bubble. Yeah, I got spoiled by the bubble. 
somewhat back to normal. So getting getting that way. Two games. Spread it out a little bit. That's three tomorrow. Like four games maybe. Yeah. So it's two tonight, three tomorrow. So it's three tonight. I'm sorry, two tonight, three tomorrow. Got it. Um, I want to see the defensive dynamic. Um, we we at sideline talk understand that Wink Martindale don't value having that one guy that's just the, the dominant pass rusher. He would rather have his corners. Than a, a dominant pass rush. Did you see that? Did I post that in the group? I don't know if I even posted that in the group or not. I, 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 was, on a, I was on the phone. I was okay. on the phone when you said it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I believe Roland had already said that, like, we don't depend on one guy to get home. We blitz. That's how we get to the quarterback. And so I just wanted to see that, you know, you lost your top two leading sackers. I just want to see what type of pressure you generating is it as easy as a plug and go system with these guys is Jalen Ferguson getting it is Radabuke and Project Washington being able to step up more when we need them are they be that pass rusher in the middle of the line at zero tech that Brandon Williams isn't at this point Scheme up anybody to get sacks. Right, yeah, I wasn't saying that. I hope it didn't come off that way. I wasn't saying that. Thank you. 
Malik Harrison. So I was wrong with Malik Harrison. I said that he was. I didn't think he was in on a lot of plays, and I looked at a couple of the game, you know, a couple of game footage with just him in it, or that he was actually playing. And I don't know if I was attributing some of the stuff that he was doing to Fort, but Harrison was actually. Making more plays happen than I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not a slouch. He's not as bad as I thought he was. I just on offense, I just want to see the philosophy. Just want to see the philosophy. Just, what what are you what 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 are we trying to do? What are we trying to look like? What are we prioritizing? That's however it comes. However they happen. It's a lot better than they can get. That's the scary part. That's that's the scary part and the frustrating part. Good, and there's so much better that you could do. Who did what now? What are you saying?
a third of it. Said Stern scored 99 points and Booker had more than a third of them. He had It's the Lakers. Like, it's the, th here's the thing. It's the Lakers mixed with, it's LeBron. The Lakers and the Yankees are always known as the evil empire. We, we evil empire for some reason. Yeah. 
I worry. But yeah, I mean, I don't got the Lakers winning the winning the championship this year. I'm, I'm more right saying that. We can't win every year. best one-on-one players in the league. I mean, I ain't going against Brooklyn. I ain't batting against them. Yeah. I ain't going against them. I've been, I've been trolling saying four, 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 but I just don't, I just don't see it. Like, I'm not going against them. KD is healthy. KD, Kyrie, and James stay healthy. It's a wrap. You can't stop KD from getting to a spot. And when he gets to a spot where he get his pull up or his has he his has he pull, get on defense. <laughs>
Not for me, but I understand. It's a fun topic. It's a fun troll topic. I ain't said nothing on Kwame Brown. <laughs> I accidentally pick up sideline dog and pick us. This nigga shook night in the nineties. Mm-mm. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta be careful of those people that are quiet. Don't think that they're soft. Don't think that they aren't paying attention. They're observing. And it appears Palmy Brown heard everything you were saying. Carefully, carefully collecting his bullets. And then when he fire off, that be pinpoint accurate. Accuracy. <laughs> Most of them, I've heard a lot of country. Like, I forget KG is country. So I watch him in an act. Like, yeah, that nigga is from South Carolina, ain't he? <laughs> but Perk always been country.
Where he got picked led to him being a bust. Now, I wasn't, I'm not a big Kwame Brown fan. And when I talk about the team that Kobe had, where Kobe wanted to be traded from, Kwame Brown was part of that team. Smush Parker was part of that team. Chris Mann was part of that team. And it's like, yes. Kobe was trying to carry these niggas. He got to drop 40, 50, 60 a night. Carrying these dudes. Oh, I ain't got nothing else. I ain't got nothing against Lowe. Lowe is my favorite role player for the Ravens. Mm, Ravens. The Lakers. Lowe is my favorite role player for the Lakers Like that I've like been alive for. I ain't talking like your Norm Nixons and all them. But hey, like modern era Lakers is my favorite role player. He's inconsistent, but when Lowe was on, Lowe was like a big, could shoot like a god, could defend. Lowe was a problem. Mm-hmm. 
Ron Butler was on that team, right? Okay. Yeah, I mean, like you said, he stayed in the league for, for forever. 13 years, I think it was. So, yeah, bust, maybe not. But I've always said where you pick people kind of determines what your expectation of them are. Like... Oh, they could definitely cripple you. But taking the football, as you were saying about Jordan Love, it kind of became a, a pressure type of situation. You got Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers is playing well. It kind of makes Jordan Love pick at the 20, what, 23? Like, he got to really, really ball out if Aaron Rodgers happened to go down or you really going to look stupid. Or if Aaron Rodgers gets traded, you really going to look stupid. Whereas Jordan Love could have been a second or third round pick and it's like, oh, okay. He wasn't really going to be the future. Yeah. And I've always said Danny Downs will never live up to being number six pick of the draft. No, I don't think he'll ever live up to that number six pick of the draft. I don't think that Danny Downs is the bad quarterback, though. Yeah. 
think most for most for the NBA that I could think of is bust for an injury bust though. Except for Anthony. Shouldn't have been. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what that's what I think. That's why I think the two thousands to me wasn't my favorite basketball decade to to bring bring that point home. It was players that was drafted out of high school. It was supposed to be these these guys for these teams that couldn't live up to it. Yeah, you had Kobe. Yeah, you had KG. And then later you had LeBron. But who the hell thought Sebastian Telfair was supposed to be the next Isaiah Thomas or whatever, I believe. Like, I think Sebastian went too high. Had people like Jonathan Bender that had no business at high school. I don't think he should have been out of high school. I think he was talented. He should have been one out of high school. They were like 99. I still think he should have went to college. Yeah. 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 The miles was running that too. Yeah. I thought he was good, but I don't think he was out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was out of high school. Oh yeah, I think when he got the clip. No, I think the that Clipper scene with him and Low and Brian. Yeah. 
I thought it was good, but I think that college would have gave him a little bit of mental stability to be able to be more consistent. They do, but they kind of mentally they come in a little bit more mature. Well, I mean, there's certain people that come into the league that just already mentally mature. Kobe came into the league with that work ethic that I got, I'm going to work to be the best. He already knew that as a girl kid. KG is already a grown man living in Illinois by himself from South Carolina. Came in already mentally mature. Right, what I'm saying is like that is more of a mental how you approach the league when you come in. That certain people, like LeBron, was a grown man when he came in. He just kind of had to fill out more of his body. Yeah, I forgot that. 
one of the best six men. Mm. That makes sense. Miami, Milwaukee was going. Jeez. I still don't believe you. I still don't believe you. That's a win-win for me. That's definitely a win-win for me. But... No, he been has I said Brooklyn before they got James Harden. And James Harden just kind of solidified it for me. I said Just fat shaming. <laughs> it counts as fat shaming. We have. I think it's hard for you. What happens is we haven't put it as the announcements. So it got. Mm Top one was me, you, and John back in like February. You get lost in the shuffle. Mm. 
That ain't no excuse. Go on Spreaker. Shit. <laughs> Sideline talk, and there's another one I can't think of what it is. But is that the sideline talk on all types of social media? I'm trying to get sideline talk in clubhouse as well because during the season, we want to talk some shit, and hopefully, somebody can fall in and come into the room and we can get some live interaction going on after the games. It's just I'm tossing around. I'm, I'm gonna get the fellas in there. But be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments. Where bold moves require confident blueprints. Where you can accelerate transformation through consistency. Where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at saic.com slash cloud.